Hey everyone, welcome to Village Church q and I'm Amanda and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we're gonna to be answering the question, why should I get baptized if it's not required for salvation? Are you asking the question? I am asking the, <laughs> well, no, I know, but- Were you baptized? I was baptized. When were you baptized? I was 14 and I yeah. had to take a Bible instruction class from my church with my brother. And it was a two year class Whoa. at the end of it. It was intense. Holy moly. The homework was, it pretty much looked like everybody put their binders out and copy whoever did some sort of answer yeah. because it was really intense on top of all your other studies. Yeah. So was it helpful? Um, I remember certain parts of it. Let's just say <laughs> that. Yeah, baptized out of it. Yeah. There no, go. it was a good ending. All right. So why should I be baptized if if it's not required for salvation? It's a great question. Yes. Glad you're baptized. Uh, there are two kind of positions on it. And uh, I don't know really any mature Christians who hold the first one, but it's a, a pretty common response that I hear from people. And that would be, uh, it's not a big deal. Who cares? Hmm. Right. If it's... If, doesn't come toward my salvation, then why even waste the time and, and do that publicly? Mm -hmm. uh, the other side of the coin, which I think is uh, is um, much more biblical, is why should I do it? Well, very simply, because Jesus commanded it, and um, that is enough for me, right? Yeah. And so let's just unpack this a little bit. Every single Christian should be baptized for a couple of reasons. Number one, um, because Jesus commanded us to do it, even if there were no other reasons, even if it didn't make sense, even if um, I didn't understand all of it, uh, part of the walk of faith is just trusting him that if you say to do it, um, in the end, when I kind of see everything from your perspective, it'll make sense. Yeah. So we do it because he said to do it. Number two, it was it's because of what it symbolizes. And in the Christian faith, symbolism is really important. For example, communion. It symbolizes, it reminds us of something really mm -hmm. significant. And so this is why we do this most weeks at Village Church to make sure that our brains are remembering and centered on the very things that Jesus says to keep in the forefront yep. of our brain. So symbolism and repetition and all this stuff, like they're really powerful for the human psyche. So yeah. um, from the Old Testament to the New Testament, there are these rhythms, they're weekly or they're annual or biannual or mm -hmm. something. Yeah. Um, here's the, the third reason. Um, we should profess, I don't even know if I gave two reasons before that. Yeah, it was two was reasons. It two? Okay, yeah. good. I'm, we were together. Okay. Uh -huh. Um, is because of, um, what it actually meant and means meaning, <laughs> um, when you get baptized, it is identification with Jesus. Let me give you an analogy. Um, if you had your husband, you know, his face tattooed on your arm, right? Mm -hmm. That's like, like I do. You well, that's a different issue. <laughs> okay. That's one of our. I think that's our next episode. <laughs> that's the next episode, technically. <laughs> um, but there's like identification with that. Or if you like, what's your favorite sports team? Oh, I'm a Packer fan. Oh. <laughs> Should we go there? Should we? Can, we have to edit that out. I think. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now you're wow. mad at me. Now you're ashamed. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Okay. So we'll go with that. Okay. Uh, if you got the Packers tattooed on your arm, mm -hmm. that would be like identification. I am a Packer fan, right? Right. Uh, and so there are things that every culture does that communicate identification. Uh, they're very public, they're very permanent, and they're, they're really big deals. Um, historically, baptism has always been that. So before Jesus, the practice of actually immersing yourself in water was a ritual Old Testament practice. Uh, you'd go and do what's called a mikvah. It's a ceremonial bath, and it was a way of cleansing yourself. Mm -hmm. And so what happens in baptism is it takes this imagery 
um, and it brings it full circle and it tells us basically like, no, I am, uh, I'm not just identifying with the life, death, resurrection of Jesus, but I'm also being cleansed by this, which is signifying the blood of Christ. And so if you were in the first century, um, to get baptized was a huge deal, mm. really big. Uh, if you were a Jew, you were actually rejecting the cultural notion of Judaism and you were taking on what functionally to most Jews seemed like a different religion. Or if you were, if you were a Roman and you practiced pagan worship and all this stuff and you got baptized, like you were publicly permanently like identifying, I am one of these Christ followers. It was a really, really big deal. And uh, so when did that start exactly? Cause you have John the Baptist. Mm-hmm baptizing people, yeah. right? Baptizes totally. Jesus. So yeah, if you're a Jew getting yeah. baptized, what are you saying? Yeah. They understood that baptism was a, about identification. So when okay. they got baptized in the baptism of John, so like in the book of Acts, there's uh-huh. a group of people who they were baptized into John, but not Jesus yet. And they yeah. were identifying with this message mm-hmm. of John, which was um, one is coming. Um, and when they met Jesus, they now needed to be baptized into Christ because the one had come. And so, uh, baptism, they understood that it was identification, but they also understood that it was a ritual that went back into the old Testament that also symbolized cleansing. And so, um, very early on, like Jesus didn't just kind of make up a thing and then just say, we're all going to get, uh, dunked. Um, and here's what it's going to symbolize. Like it made really natural, intuitive sense to everybody in that culture. Is it mentioned yeah. in the Old Testament? Um, it's not mentioned in, in terms of like baptism, but okay. the ceremonial washings are, which are really, really similar. Okay. So that's where they would use these like mikvahs, these these big cisterns of water. Okay. And they bring people in there to baptize them or they would baptize them in rivers or, you know, wherever else. But um, so they were used to the concept. They were used to uh, conversion practices and you would have a functional baptism, mm. if you will, that, yeah. that identified you with yeah. that. So if you were like, um, if Christianity was illegal, for example, and you were to get baptized, you and your whole family, it was a really big deal mm-hmm. because you were like, sort of like getting a tattoo that says, I'm a Christian, you know, I'm mm-hmm. a Christ follower. That's how big mm-hmm. of like a cultural deal it was. Okay. So we don't live in a world where it's um, shady to be a Christian. It's not illegal uh, right. in America. Some places it is, but here it's not. So Americans don't have a, a well, we don't have like the sense that getting dunked in water is like a tattoo identifying ourselves with somebody that doesn't even make sense mm-hmm. in people's brains. Yeah. Like it just got dunked. What's the big deal? Yeah. Uh, in fact, for some people they get baptized, it's super anticlimactic. Um, mm. They're like, I feel like I should feel different. Mm. And it, sometimes you don't, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so it's really hard for people to get to, to understand the depth and the meaning of baptism beyond simply the symbolism of it. Okay. When I go under the water, that symbolizes death. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I come out of the water, that symbolizes resurrection and Jesus died and rose again. But there is something really powerful about the historic symbolism of this. Mm. So when a Christian gets baptized, here's, here's what I'm saying. I'm saying, I believe in the life, death and resurrection of Jesus. And publicly my life is defined by it now forever, which is why we tell people, invite your friends and family. Um, like this is a public declaration. Um, it's identification. It's, this is who I am now. It Mm. is like a last name to me. It it identifies my entire life. Yeah. It's like a tattoo. I'm not ashamed. I am am not ashamed of the Packers. (laughs) I am not ashamed 
You're never going to let Packers. that go. <laughs> I, I just, whatever. Well, okay. Ask me if I got a tattoo, what would I get a tattoo what of? What would you get it of, Pastor Michael? I have no idea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Lions fan, but I'm totally fair weather. I grew up in Detroit. So okay. whatever, you know. Yeah. All right. So you and me were talking earlier and yeah. uh, we we're talking about reasons that people don't get baptized. And we, we put together like five reasons. Yeah. All right. So what's the first reason that a Christian, somebody who believes in Jesus is, has not been baptized yet, or they, they're just like, yeah, I haven't even thought about it. Yeah. So the first reason is just that churches are not practicing it Mm. and they're not practicing it because they're not seeing conversions. And so if there's no conversion, then what that is like the greatest moment of getting a baptized baptism, you know, done, but there are, there are children, you know, Mm -hmm. that get saved early. And then you see it later on that, and and like how I was raised, mm. there was like a point in time of how a church did something. It's like, okay, you're going to fully understand. Yep. We're going to teach you about the Bible. And then you're going to make the decision. If you You'll pass. be in a 30 year class. You did have to pass the class. I think I thought yeah. back on it when I was talking to my oldest about like when I was baptized, I was like, that was intense. Yeah, right. <laughs> Took dad and mom in church. That was awesome. But this pastor, he was awesome. He like, cause it was a very long, it was a two hour class every, yeah. every Tuesday. And um, if you fell asleep, you had to stand the entire class. <laughs> and if you didn't do your homework, oh, your parents were coming to pick you up right away. Get out. Wow. You didn't do. It was so serious. So we were all me. I'm like, yes, that's a culture. Yes. I don't think I understand. <laughs> I know. Like, I feel like like we'd get in big trouble if we made a kid. Oh, yeah. That's totally not acceptable. And I think thinking like looking back, he probably did get in trouble for some things, but he was like a. <laughs> Hey. He was just a no mess yep. kind of guy, but yep. move on to the second right. thing. Second one is that culturally it just doesn't make sense. And so like, why do I get baptized if I don't understand like the symbology? I'm not it? seeing it right. being done. Uh, yeah. And I don't understand like personally, emotionally, like it doesn't have the same meaning for me than it does for somebody in North Korea, like to get baptized in North Korea, to publicly identify oh. in this ceremony with Jesus in a communist yes. country. Like it, that has depth and oh, meaning. That gives me chills. Right. Yep. And so baptism culturally doesn't feel like it means as much where you're in a kind of a Christian nation. So that, that was one people don't totally get yeah. the importance or weight of it. What's the, what's the third one? Third one is that teaching on it is just super rare. Yep. So if there's no teaching being done on it, mm-hmm. it's really not stirring up the Holy spirit in people's hearts Correct, to yep. do it. Yep. I think that um, a lot of people don't even know like that needs to be done. Oh, it's yeah. like people did that back in the Bible times. Yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. did it, which is always a funny thing. It's like Jesus did it yep. and he talked about it. So we should be doing the same thing. Yep. Um, we, we've been in COVID and kids men, obviously for like a, a year, or a something year, at the time of recording yeah, this. Ish. So we made an an- announcement for village kids that there's going to be baptisms and we have a class and then kids came out of the woodwork yes. and nobody had talked about it for a year. So nobody kind of brought it up. But the moment we started teaching on it and talking about it and it became a part of yes. our dialogue, all of these kids kind of came out of the woodwork and yep. that's the power of teaching. Yep. There are sin issues that will be kind of dormant in a community until the word of God is opened on yep. it. Uh, or practical issues that are not applied. Yep. But when you open the word, then all of a sudden people are like, oh, I should do that. I'll, I'll never forget. Read it. it was a whole chapter. I, I had talked about a lot. Me and mm. my oldest son, Dagan, he was five and he was saved very young. He just had okay. this, I need to do it now. And mm. understanding, like I could not, like I just had never seen it before. And then I read him this long passage and he's like, so I need to be baptized. Right. And I was like, that was like one sentence right. in that whole, but that was the Holy spirit. Yeah. And I was like, if I, yep. if we had not read it, 
he yeah. wouldn't have known. He wouldn't have known. Yeah. It would have just, yeah, he would not. That's such, if we'd not read it, he wouldn't have known. Yeah. Like how many, how many things are there that because we didn't teach on it mm. or read it, we just have no categories, which is why we need the word of God. We do because our, our sinful selves just yeah. need the reminders. Okay. Next one. All right. Number four is, uh, this is a semi-regular conversation that we have with people who maybe they've been Christians for a while and they want to become members and mm-hmm. then they uh, get baptized or they uh, be, they were baptized as infants. Infants, yeah. And the pattern of scripture, which we'll deal with this in another podcast, is is that you be- you believe and you're baptized. And so to be a member of Ville's Church, you have to be baptized as a believer, right? And um, some people are really actually afraid. They'll even tell me, I believe in believer's baptism. But I'm afraid that if I get up and get baptized, people are going to think that I just came to Christ and I've actually been walking with the Lord for yeah. decades. So there's a little bit of anxiety on, yeah. on that side. But then here, here's a fifth one. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, that kind of feeds into it. And that is just anxiety in general. Mm. So going back, I, I keep talking about my son, mm. but it's funny because we haven't had the opportunity to have him be baptized. We had talked about it and all, and then things kind of yep. died down. And um, we talked about it now and he was like, well, I got to go in front of all those people, right? Like there is yeah. serious anxiety about being in front oldest. of people, talking in front of people, yeah. um, being immersed in, in water in front of people. Right. You know, it's a whole thing. Yeah. And there's and a Matt lot of attention. Souls, Pastor Matt holds you down for a while. <laughs> <I know. and laughs> Not knowing if you're going to come up yeah. <laughs> creates anxiety, yeah. but we, we are breaking through that and just being like, you know, in my, my um, experience, I just felt like Jesus did it. Yep. Jesus did it. So let's do it. Yep. You know, absolutely. if we're his followers, just let's do what he yep. did. Jesus did it. Jesus commanded it, symbolizes your salvation and it is identification with Jesus. So if yep. you have never been baptized, I want to just encourage you get baptized. It is worth it. And, uh, in obedience to Christ and you will be blessed every time you obey. That's great. All right. Next time we're going to be answering the question. What does the Bible say about tattoos? 